0: The B2B Messaging Podcast, by Winter.
1: Welcome back to the B2B Messaging Podcast. Today I have Lisbeth Ramirez, Product Marketing Manager at Globalization Partners. Thank you so much for being on today, Lisbeth. Thank you for taking me here. I'm very happy to, to be here. Well, I wanted to get to know you a little bit better. How did you get into product marketing and why did you choose this path?
0: It was a very interesting question because I remember while I was studying marketing at school, it was the worst class I could ever have. It was the most boring class to be in product marketing. So it was never part of my interest. I joined IBM working in the marketing teams. I've done social media, I've done announcements, I've done messaging, I've done content. And then the only thing I hadn't, I wasn't you know, in my path was product marketing, but that was a way to grow in that organization. So I was like, well, <laughs> let's do it. And I realized it wasn't that boring, as I thought. You get a lot of exposure, you get, a lot of, you get an expertise, you become a subject matter expert on, on, on the products you have. And you really can do a lot of work, you know? a lot of marketing content. You can do, you know, understand customers, you can do plenty of things that was only a theory when, when you don't have all these levels of exposure in a bigger organization.
1: How is messaging currently being done where you are?
0: The way it was done is that they have content team that they will go through messaging. We, we come in as a product marketing managers where we literally have to evangelize as well the product teams, the product management team, and the marketing teams to let them know, not that we are masters of the messaging or the content in particular, but that we have a say because we are having a, a thorough understanding of the messaging. So what we do, we introduce the, to them, obviously, the positioning documents where we came with validated claims of what we wanted to say. And then after that, we release you know, the creativity to whoever can do that. You know, Either in Globalization Partners, it was done by the content team. In IBM, it was done by a messaging team where they will collect all those and put them all together as yeah. a big divisional messaging you know, punches that we're having. Featured statements or, or small releases that will never get impact on it. So that, that's how it was. So, in
1: your experience, who comes up with the key messages that you want sent out to the market?
0: Well, in my experience, I think the product marketing manager has the lead because the marketing manager knows very well what the market is talking about and he also knows what the industry is talking about and the customer. So I would like to say that I know there are companies where there is a competitive team doing this work. And if you have a product of your own, you might be the last one in the queue. So my, one of the key things for me was to become the competitive researcher for my product, because I will never get exposure you know, to, to get on the, on the line. And then once you do that, you really know the other people's product, then you have to know yours as well so it was very important to know very well you know which words you can use which words were using the competitor and you can literally get validated claims in some organizations you have to pass them through legal before you start moving on in others you know just said oh it's me with my holy finger but i think once you have those claims you know literally validated and you go to maybe ask for help to the copyright and say hey this is correct it's probably you might not be an English speaker, or probably it sounds odd, or probably is not the trend with what is called the, the collective branding. And once there is approval of those two, then you can release it to content to start writing whatever they want to write. That, that's my experience.
1: Who is the one that should turn the, the messaging into website copy?
0: No, in, in the organization, there is a copywriter. They, they take the positioning document that which, which is already validated by, you know, by me I'm not, or by other product marketing managers. They take the copy and when they, they kind of have it all sorted out, they come and say, oh, can you have a look list? And I say, yeah, sure. You just kind of come to a proofreading to make sure the main statements are exactly as they are because legal already approved them. They don't accept any changes. And you let them be free, you know, that's that's their job and this is my job, so there is no fighting between who has the, 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 the string in the hand, it's both. You know, we both have to release the messaging to your market.
1: How do you know that the messaging is working? How do you validate it externally?
0: Well, the first proof we have was to pass it through our analysts, so they will see if it kind of resonates. We also have the business partners <laughs> You know, the, the top selected being the smartest to go through and say, you know, guys, this is all intense me when I come with this. How do you think? I had the experience at some point, one of the partners said, are you saying that you have this market? And I was like, no, I never said that. Okay, let's correct this word. It just, it just sounds odd. And, and we still want to be partners with you. You just kind of make a mistake on the word. And that word belongs to something else. Or somebody else, some other industry. And there was an issue, right? We just agree, okay, this is this is just, let's say, uh, a misunderstanding. And and let's continue with working together. So we have that first feedback. And then once it goes on the page, on the web copy or on the assets, the way we review it was, well, are we passing the first two minutes? Are they going down and scrolling down? We will be wrong. Obviously, if they, people don't scroll down, it's kind of, I don't want to say that word, but it is not well properly written and it's not calling anybody to go and get more information. So that that's how we review it.
1: Are there other metrics that you follow that help you to measure the effectiveness of your messaging?
0: Obviously, we go to the very far end. You know, people is buying. It's people buying. You know, but, you know, we, we're going to go through the whole farm and funnel of demand generation. It might just sound too general. A key issue we have with product marketing is that which metrics are attached to product marketing? Are they really product marketing <laughs> metrics? You know? Are they a website metrics? Are they demand the gen metrics? So it's a bit of a challenge. You know what kind of ownership or proprietary I can take on on the on the available metrics that there are there in the market. So for me, that's that's how I measure it. I know there, there could be more, but just keeping. Um, but weekly, uh, by the time we announce, and monthly, by the time comes, the messaging keeps working on seeing how the click-through rate works, and if not quickly, you know, let's see, let's see other web pages, what, what other people is adding, because maybe we have all the work done. It's just not on the asset
1: that people is reading. Are there ongoing activities that help you to improve and optimize the messaging?
0: First thing I have is I have weekly calls with our BDRs and your sales teams. So they come with, least people is talking about know, this feature or this work or they want this value coming into the market. Do we have it? Well, you might be just check, you know, check the position doc and say, yeah, we do have it. You know, it's just people is, is selling it in, in a different way and we are not using our advantage. We don't have a use case. We don't have a client reference that we should work on it and, you know, start moving on on that. But let me tell you the way. Why like, way, way go? I learned to. I learned to. Do what well, It was called an IBM. It was called the problem mapping. And my apologies. We're gonna to have to cut this. I love quiet. That <laughs> <Yeah>, working mom. <more. laughs> With this problem mapping, there's no need to do a lot of. Adjustment on messaging. You you come first. You find out your persona. You find you know you find your target market. You find out your persona, and then you see what problems are they trying to solve, and from there you go to features. So it it was happening at some point that when you were developing a product. The, the product manager comes to you and says, "Oh, I have this new feature. Change everything." Well, no, no, exactly because. I already have a map of messaging. I know my gaps, and when you come with a feature, I just index it on whatever I'm building. I'm selling availability, you know, speed, I'm selling, I'm just thinking of this. service, uh, service, uh, capabilities, <laughs> I'm thinking of that. So you, you have that already mapped, and when the feature comes, just gets indexed, and you know exactly where it's gonna go. It takes you like, you have your Excel spreadsheet, or you have your PowerPoint, and you go up, oh, this goes here. And it is easier for you to maintain all the content on your assets and update it at the same time.
1: How often do you make updates or changes to your messaging and positioning?
0: Honestly, in in globalization partners I had two products in, in hand. So I was like one quarter I do one, one quarter I do the other one. There is no time to do everything at the same time. I seem a very easy task to just update. Wording, which is not true, you know, you have to do a lot of research to go through that and to do it consciously. Managing two products at the same time or two different products, I mean, not saying you know, feed release 5.1, 5.2, not saying two different solutions. It is very intense, besides maintaining the different updates that come with the weekly, you know, weekly challenges of you know, product marketing role, place enablement,
1: you name it. In a more personal question, is there a product, or a company, or a specific launch that you had the most fun coming up with the messaging?
0: I wouldn't say fun, because it's entertaining all the time, but the most interesting messaging I have done was for a very old product that they had an IBM, it was a, a very old library. They were changing from being understood as kind of a big fresh storage to offer the concept of cloud into that. The cloud was managed in IBM to be a separate thing. And then this fridge, you yeah, know, to store, you put the same thing. So it was very interesting. I had to go through this messaging review, you know, to, to do the um, problem mapping with my partner, which he was managing a different solution that they, they both sold storage, main, for, storage for mainframe, the mainframe market. And that was a lot of work. It was very difficult because we both had tons of features and capabilities that it was it was a pain in the head just to put them into five sections. Uh, But we understood it took us around maybe six weeks to uh, go through it. And at the end, after that, you know, after those six weeks, it was very easy. You just had to go to slide. And you knew what to do. On the other hand, as a kind of a, an attacked product, ma- project, product marketing managers by all the teams, you receive <laughs> features and Sorry. sorry. <laughs> Otherwise, when you are just receiving dates from many different teams, it's just very complicated to have a cohesive messaging and cohesive assets because. Then you can, you knew, you know, we did the asset mapping after that. I mean, this asset solves this feature, this, that, that, that. You have five assets each of you or join together and join together is (laughs) something, or, 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 I'm sorry for that, Or, 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 or share assets. And we knew everything was mapped. If there was a gap on the trend, let's say now they're talking about quantum or they're talking about AI, well, AI was a long time ago, so we had those assets uh, then There was a new topic, or we had a, a a variety of projects to create, but we knew the rest was covered. And that was done because we spent those six weeks just trying to understand what was it, you know, what this 300 features, because believe me, they have these 300 features in between both. We were just going crazy. So, it is. It's important for a product marketing manager to sit down. And I know it is overwhelming because everybody wants to help and everybody thinks you do something, but they don't know what you do. <laughs> and and I think you will do anything. <laughs> and then you sit down, you do that work, you take the time because that was the most complicated thing, just to put things aside and sit down and do the problem mapping, check the persona, how you resolve them. And how you get to their, you know, to their solution. You know, you have to be their solution.
1: To become great at crafting messaging, what do you think is needed?
0: I think you have to be on the chair when the people is planning roadmaps. You have to be there with your positioning document, with your competitive analysis. And you have to say, I need this, I need that, I need that. This will fill the gaps I have in the market. This is not about having the latest feature. This is about this is what the customers are asking and I know it and I can prove it. And once you have that proof, you sit down and they will listen to you, right? Otherwise, uh, use a battle between the product manager that has a friend that likes that, to do those assets or those gadgets or you that they think you, you, you just want more things. I have heard the comments of, Oh, Liz, come on. You just, you just spoil clients. I don't spoil clients. <laughs> clients want something and they want it in all these, you know, 20 companies they offer it. We don't. It is not that I spoil it. It's a, this is a basic thing. You know, this is the foundation of the product. So when you go with your your with your roadmap requests, you just keep be perseverant and keep doing the research to validate that you have the need of the market you obviously won't guarantee you have 20 million dollars afterward because you might be the last one in the market and then you have to position it but then if you don't have a saying you are just catching up and when you catch up there is no way to provide great messaging there's no way to understand the persona there is no way to understand even the, the product itself because it's coming from somewhere and it's not it's not it's not it's not to say it's not your brain, but it's it's not understood as a as a as a storm you know well, I appreciate your time
1: and any last bits of advice or tips that have helped you throughout your career?
0: yeah, focus on product marketing for a couple of years, you know when I took on board product marketing in my first role, there are many things that a product marketing manager might be doing that doesn't belong to product marketing because nobody was doing it so be super clear. I want to have impact in my role. And this what I'm doing. is going to have metrics. Does it have metrics? Don't waste your time. People will use you and abuse you. <laughs> <laughs> because somebody can do it. Oh, Liz can do this. It. you so nice. No way. No, thank you. Because you need to have, you know, you, you need to grow in your career. And you have to plan it and be responsible for it. So I didn't do it, as you can see. So <laughs> that's why I recommend you that. <laughs>
1: Well, again, thank you, Lisbeth Ramirez, Product Marketing Manager, Global Partnerships. Thank you. Thank you so much. We'll catch you later.